welcome back, everybody, to the Tried of the Fours podcast, a podcast from Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is season five, but more than that, it is the official Star Wars podcast day. So we wanted to let you know that today is the 25th anniversary of the very first Star Wars podcast, Jedi Talk, which premiered today in 1999. Now, we're complete newbies at this. We've been at this for five seasons, as we said, which to us is still a shock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a lot longer than I thought it was uh, going to go. And hopefully, maybe not 25 years, but hopefully a couple more years to go. I think I think we're doing pretty well. I think so, so too. So as part of uh, the official Star Wars podcast day, we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves because we might get some new people around. So we're both Puerto Ricans. We've been friends for Mm -hmm, decades. mm -hmm. We talked about wanting to talk about Star Wars for years and never really did anything about it until COVID, as would happen, I think, with (laughs) a lot of podcasters that they found themselves at home with nothing to do. And it's like, hmm, let's talk about the things that we love. So welcome I think to the that's channel. the key. That's the key. Talk about the <laughs> yeah. thing that we love. That we love, not criticize yeah, to mm-hmm. no end without being productive. Because we do criticize, but productively. Yeah. So that's a little bit about us. About us. So you can like, subscribe, leave us a comment. Let us know if you're just finding us. But other than that, we really wanted to dedicate today's episode to the late, the great Carl Weathers who we lost uh, a couple days ago on February 1st, if I'm correct. Yes, you're correct. Yep. So we kind of wanted to do a little bit of an homage to somebody that we've loved in mm-hmm. a bunch of other franchises, aside from Star Wars, because he's been in so many things. Uh, but before we get to that, Goose kind of told me that there was some important legal Star Wars news. Yeah, yeah. Told me not to look at it because I'm terrible no, at it. You know? No, no, don't look at it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, although I did want to say like 25 years. I mean, so that means that that podcast Jedi Talk started like in anticipation, I guess, for the Phantom Menace because Phantom Menace also came out in yeah. 1999, which was what well, an amazing year. We got the Matrix. We got the Phantom Menace. We got the You're first right. Star Wars podcast. What a great, what a great year uh, to be to be alive. I, I I remember it. I remember it. that was good. I was very hyped for that. Uh, and yeah, and now look at us. Look at us. And now look at us having our own way. little podcast. We've gone a long way. We've gone a long way from Star Not Wars so Celebration little. Orlando. We've been panelists at Celebration. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. From one celebration in Orlando where it was just a disaster and it almost didn't get into any panels starting right. quasi-riots to now, yeah, doing this for us. Fifth season. Going to premieres. Please invite us to the Acolyte. Please. 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 We just need to go. Uh, but yeah. Holy crap. Season five. Some people got dogs during uh, <laughs> during COVID. We, 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 we made got a podcast. We, we got a podcast. That feels like the, the Matt Damon movie. We got a zoo. So instead of a zoo, we <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I guess a podcast is better than a zoo. Less upkeep, cheaper, less poop, less a lot less poop. But anyway, I wanted to yeah, I wanted to talk about this news because I think it's a uh, pathetic, pathetic news, and it's uh, just came out today. So I would be remiss if we didn't really talk about it because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of Star Wars news up on you know for now until like Bat Batch comes out. Bat Batch comes or out. Anything and everything, else yeah. is announced. 
Uh, obviously, we have the, the tragic news of Carl Weathers passing. But before yeah. we get into like happy celebratory things, let's go into pathetic things that are actually tangentially connected to Carl Weathers because it's Mandalorian, uh, Mandalorian oh, focused. And let's just put it this way: this was a lawsuit that was filed in the United States District Court in the Central District of California. And I'm not going to tell you who the plaintiff is. I'm going to read uh, what's it called the after complaint before right. before telling you who the plaintiff is to see if you can guess who the plaintiff is. But this is a uh, but the defendant is the Walt Disney Company, Lucasfilm Limited LLC, and Huckleberry Industries Inc. And the complaint starts. Ah, uh, no, I, if I read it, you're gonna you're gonna no, obviously. I'm gonna go with the introduction to the to the, <laughs> the introduction to the lawsuit. It's so cringe. You 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 you're gonna you're you're gonna cringe throughout the whole thing. A short time ago, in a galaxy not so far away, oh God, defendants no. made it clear that only one orthodoxy in thought, speech, or action was acceptable in their empire, and that those who dare to question or fail to fully comply would not be tolerated. And so it was with Redacted. After two highly acclaimed seasons of The Mandalorian, as Rebel Ranger, Redacted. Redacted oh was terminated from her role <laughs> as swiftly as her character's peaceful home planet of Alderaan had been destroyed by the Death Star in an <laughs> earlier Star Wars film. And all of this because she dared voice her own opinions on social media platforms and elsewhere and stood up to the online bully mob who demanded her compliance with their extreme progressive ideology. Obviously, it keeps going on. I can't keep going on. It's only two more paragraphs. I'm just going to keep oh going God. on to see. Uh, defendants' uh -oh. wrath over their employees' social media posts also differed depending on sex. Even though, quote, the force is female, end quote, defendants chose to target a woman while looking the other way when it came to men. While redacted was fired, defendants took no action against male actors who took equally or more vigorous and controversial positions on social media. But the rule of law still reigns over the defendant's empire and redacted has returned to demand that they be held accountable for their bullying, discriminatory, and retaliatory actions. Actions that inflicted not only substantial emotional harm, but millions of dollars in lost income. Who do you think that was about? Obviously, we know, but... <laughs> Are we naming names now? Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're she was name. unmentionable for a while. We won't mention she who must not be named by name, but we'll, we right. will mention the character's name. Uh, the okay. actor who formerly portrayed Caradoon. <laughs> it's interesting. You should read the wow. whole thing because it's it's so it's so absurd. It's such an absurd uh, lawsuit that I'm sure that all the lawyers at Disney are having a field day with it. They must be laughing their asses off. I this. mean, the whole thing is kind of a joke. You start the whole complaint with an analogy of Star Wars lore. It's like it's not a real. Here's the kicker. Here's why. The person who is bankrolling uh, this person's lawsuit is Elon Musk. Of course it is. Of of oh god. So what? To so add layers, to add layers upon layers of absurdity. But it's one of the interesting things, though. I read, I I read most of the lawsuit, like like while I was on, uh, on my commute home, and I think one of the interesting things here is that. Uh, what does it say? Oh, millions of dollars in lost income. But then when you go into the damages portion, like though like more or less towards the end, she's like asking for like seventy-five thousand dollars in restitution. And one of the things that I found even more 
hilarious is oh demanding from a disney slash lucasfilm to recast her as the character and give her like the restitution for the x amount and i was like wait why would you want to go back to the employer that doesn't want you right that's so sad and pathetic like that you're suing i mean you're suing them i thought i I thought these people said go woke go broke so you want to be broke then it's like then don't go back to to star wars if it's so woke and you can't handle it. So it's like, get, get out of here. What do you think as a, as, a, as a almost lawyer? You're almost there. We're graduating this year. How did that feel? Uh, uh, you're actually that, reading real cases because you're working. What's the, what's the verdict, Your Honor? That is ridiculous. That is one of the most ridiculous complaints I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, it sounds like something out of TV and not something that's real. Uh, let's just start with that. And And that... I mean, it's California, so maybe I haven't really read a lot of California case law, and it's in Hollywood, so maybe you can get away with this kind of crap. But I, it just—it sounds like it was written for a script. I it mean, doesn't really sound like a like a civil complaint. Um, like I'm sure, like everyone knows that Disney lawyers are notorious for their ironclad contracts and all of this stuff. So I'm sure yeah. that that her yeah. contract when they hire her like has some i'm not gonna say good faith clause because maybe but it will have something that, it but will, they wouldn't have fired her without going through the fine print right they must and, so trust me there were like 50 lawyers in a room going over that contract with you know pincers mm-hmm. to make sure that what they were doing was according to the law and right. to the terms of the contract because that's you know a contract is the law of the contract is the contract. Mm-hmm. And as soon as both parties agree to it, that becomes the law of the relationship between both parties. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and again, I have to specify that I specialize in criminal, not civil. So uh, this isn't really my Tomato, <laughs> potato, it's all the same. But the, well, thing the law is completely law. ridiculous. And then she complains about, like, that she got fired because of her views of being woke, but then she invokes the fact that it's because she's a woman so like right which is it pick one o sea, are you going for the oh i'm discriminated against because i'm a woman which does happen in hollywood all the time Very i'm not so. gonna take that yes. away or it's because i'm a crazy bigot with a lot of really backwards views that posts it constantly mm-hmm. which, which which side i don't know like you said, like, how would you translate the peina ota rolo in English? Mm-hmm. Uh, either comb your hair or you, or you get your curling iron, something like either that? Either straighten it or curl it. You can't do both, I think. Uh, that's, that that's, might. You translated it way too clean. I wanted something that's a little more messy. <laughs> that was clean. That was actually good, uh, I guess. Sure. It gets the point across. I'm trying yeah. to be, like, super messy. It's like, see, idioms don't translate. But I guess you can. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's fun. Maybe I'll send you. I'll send you and uh, Osbando the. Why is the camera getting out of focus? Uh, the the lawsuit so that you guys can read it and then uh, there we go and then make your hilarious conclusions of it. Uh, but yeah, that happened. And I thought it was a little bit of a funny Star Wars uh, news or Star Wars adjacent news to yeah. talk about before going into something a little more somber, but more of a celebration. Yeah. Of of this person of uh, Carl Weathers, uh, who very unexpectedly uh, passed away uh, like 
a couple of days ago. It was a surprise that took everyone uh, by surprise. That's redundant. Uh, January. But it's true because it was that surprising. And he wasn't, dude. He wasn't like he wasn't that old. You know, he was just like in his mid seventies. Uh, and he looked good. He, he was look good, fit, yeah. looked healthy, yeah. vigorous, energetic. Uh, so that that you know it goes to show. I, I get I'm getting very existential lately, so this doesn't really help. It's like the right. older I get, the more I see older people as young. So I was just like, oh, oh this is a young guy, young guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it took me it took me by surprise because uh, yeah, it's you don't expect to see uh, people just leave us and like that. So it's it's definitely like a like a chalk to be sure. Uh, especially someone who's been around since we were kids like yeah, i still yeah. remember him as apollo creed the rocky movies and and always thinking that he was just incredibly awesome and then seeing him come into star wars like late in his life in this amazing character of brief karga and mm -hmm. and then suddenly he's gone I, what it, it was just yeah yeah it's a uh... Rest in peace, rest in power. Uh, but one of the things that I think I'll always uh, think about when I think about Carl Weathers is not just, you know, the great characters that he has given us by his portrayals, but also the great positive energy that he was as a, you know, as a person from what we could see. Like, I was very lucky to see him, like, a couple of Star Wars celebrations and just to see, like, his enthusiasm for what he's doing and his energy for life is, 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 it's infectious, you know? And also his social media presence was kind of a beautiful thing in a way, <laughs> because he would always make very positive, uplifting, uh, Twitter posts and things like that, that were, you know, kind of nice to look at. And he always did good for the most part, political commentary uh, calling out, you know, bigotry, racism, and all those things right. that we stand against. So definitely an ally in that department. But he would always sign his uh, tweets with the hashtag #BPeace. And I think that's the thing that I'll always remember about Carl Weathers is like his advocacy just to, you know, be at peace and be peaceful with everybody, and to not just be at peace, but to be it yourself. Be. You yeah. know, which I think is kind of a really good mantra uh, to have now, especially not just because it's a good mantra, but especially to just keep alive in his honor. And this episode will be called Be Peace because if we're going to remember someone for uh, who they were in life, it should yeah. be for the light that they shone. And I think that peace is kind of the brightest light that there is probably. I didn't know that because, you know, my social media game is very weak, very weak. So I didn't know that. Oh, I love that beat piece. Now you know. Now you know. Uh, now you know. Uh, but yeah, it, it's interesting because to be honest, uh, as a main, mainly a Star Wars fan, and I don't know how if for you it's kind of the same thing. Like it's not that I'm not aware of other actors and their filmography and all of these things, but let's just to put it bluntly, I don't care that much about them. <laughs> It's more it's, it's more when they come into the Star Wars stratosphere that I'm a little more engaged with them. I feel like that's how I am, particularly with social media. I'm just like, I'm not really going to follow you. I mean, I dig it. I'll watch your movies. Yeah, and but stuff, you're but not a Star Wars I don't really, so. I don't really need to yeah. be knowing what you're doing every day unless then you're in my franchise. And then he's like, okay, now, now I kind of need no, to. No, you're one of my peoples. 
now you want to exactly <laughs> now you now you one of the real ones so so it was with carl weathers uh definitely you know remember i, I remembered him more not from from uh, the creed films i remember him more guess. from happy Gilmore. happy Gilmore. no 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 i actually didn't that wasn't the movie that i was into uh, 80s go back to the 80s predator yes <laughs> Dylan, you son of a bitch! That, that scene with him and Schwarzenegger, yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah. man, this is the this is the man. That's that's yeah. that, that that's my Carl Weathers. I mean, it's actually awesome because he was in films with like the two biggest action stars of the '80s, who were kind of always eh, mm -hmm. being rivals to each other. So you know, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was like the buddy of like both these guys it's, yep. it's kind of insane it's i mean it, i think it speaks to the character right yeah of obviously carl, carl yeah. weathers that he's just like yeah. i'm not gonna beef with anybody i'm just gonna be friends with everybody i'm gonna be yeah. peace you know uh <laughs> yeah but that's one of the things that then i really grew to respect about him is just him yeah being this caricature like stallone and schwarzenegger of like hyper masculinity of the mm -hmm. 80s So then kind of come into the 90s and early 2000s and kind you know, of subvert himself and make fun of himself, right? Because, yeah, Happy Gilmore, ridiculous character yeah. that he plays. Yeah. But for yeah. me, it was really like Arrested Development where like I got reintroduced to yeah. Carl Weathers and his like hilarious <laughs> portrayal of a fictionalized version of himself that I thought was yeah. so good. That that was uh, like the second the second coming of Carl Weathers in my <laughs> life. I mean, he was also kind of a caricature of himself in the Toy Story movies. He was wait, he was in the Toy Story movies. Who was? Yeah, he, he was the voice of like the combat dude. Um, I did not, I did not know that. Yeah, I love it. So it was kind of like a um, caricature of his predator character. So I mean, it's oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. love to see it. See, yeah. there's there, there's there's levels of nuance. Levels of yeah, nuance. I mean, what is best about, I mean, it's been decades in the past and people are kind of like embarrassed of roles they did before. It's like, you mm -hmm. have to embrace, embrace it. it and when, have fun. When you not only embrace it, but like take part in the kind of mocking at it, you also like homage yourself yeah, as you make absolutely. fun of yourself. And it makes you like, in my opinion, such a more likable person in general. Yep. Absolutely. And to that point, I think one of the really cool things and i hadn't really thought about it in this way until you mentioned that perspective about uh you know kind of making fun of your past self is that in a way grief karga is kind of not, i don't want to say a commentary of uh, <laughs> carl weather's career because i don't think that was the intention of, yeah. of the character but uh let's let's call it let's call it a, a, a muddy reflection in a way because you know grief karga uh this grace high magistrate You know, so like, yeah, I don't want to say Down that Carl Weathers had a disgraced career, but let's say, you know, his high point was not, you know, yeah. when Mandalorian started. And like he had yeah. like his 80s heyday and then kind of things, I think. Kind of slowed down. Slowed down. Yeah. And then found his footing again into, you know, this world of the Mandalorian rise to power, uh, so to speak, in the same way that Grief Karga became. You know, the yeah. lead like the, from this great magistrate to leader of the bounty hunter hunting guild in Navarro, 
to then like the high magistrate of Navarro again. So yeah. I feel like I feel like in a way, Grief Karga is like that parallel of of of, of Carl Weathers in in, in beautiful like fashion, that. right? And, mm-hmm. and and Grief Karga is Carl Weathers. You know, he's our high magistrate, and it'll be very sad to like not see him uh, return for the future of the Mandalorian because he is as essential to the Mandalorian as the Mandalorian himself. Yeah, I know. I mean, he was right there from episode one. He's yes. the one that kind of got him into the journey with Grogu because it was him that, you know, got him that job. And then he was like such a major character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and one of the ones that have had the biggest character arcs, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, there's a lot of character development there. You thought when the show first started that we were done. Like, after um, Dinjarin tries to, you know, leave and kind of betrays the the Hunter's Guild, that mm-hmm. we're kind of done with Grief Cargo. Because he was, like, you know, the boss in the town, and he was betrayed, and that's it. But then there, so many things continue to happen, and you can see how somebody that should have lost all hope because they're already disgraced. What do I care? I'm just, I care about greed. I care about my position. That's it. How he was able to become this freedom fighter mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. And, and to, and to be one of the main influences that actually helped Din Djarin's evolution as well. So, I mean, he was a very, very well done character. Excellently played by Carl Weathers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be very sad because we know that we're always going to keep going back to the Mandalorian and then not to have him be there is, yeah. is going to hurt when. And, it, and it's one of those yeah. things like, you know, we're talking about the legacy of Carl Weathers and it's one of those things where I feel sometimes a discourse around someone's death gets a little muddy because then people get distracted with the whole what's going to happen to this character now that this person has passed yeah. away which you know i mean sure we all we're we're, we're all wondering cool. and, and we'll speculate here as well uh mm-hmm. but it's it kind of distracts from from the legacy itself just like the, right. the, the when the you're future, just worrying about the future of the future is the future right? it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter but the past yeah. is what matters in this case because we have to celebrate the person who's not there not the character that might be uh yeah. but grief karga what a excellent character since the first minute he arrived on screen carl weathers had such gravitas right and you know with his voice and his presence it was such a wonderfully executed character to introduce us to the world of the bounty hunting guild when he's just negotiating with uh with din Djarin, who at the time was only mando you know and right. what, a, what a great what a great little nickname you know how how he mando. just said mando you know yeah. oh. So good. And it no, stuck forever. <laughs> that, that, that Carl Weathers voice was the perfect delivery. But I think one of the important things that might get lost when we're talking about Carl Weathers' portrayal is like how very humorous he also is with the with the material. I mean, he's got some of the funniest lines in all of the seasons of The Mandalorian. And it's just so good. I mean, everyone knows what line I'm talking about. But the whole like, do the magic hand thing. Such a... <laughs> <laughs> perfectly delivered line it was very now that i think about it yeah it's very 80s action movie like here's yeah. my one-liner and it's gonna be hilarious yeah. and he crushed it as one of those immortal uh mandalorian quotes that everyone knows and now 
even more so than before, is going to live in infamy just because of Carl Weathers' yeah. perfect delivery. Yeah. And I really wasn't expecting him to be in Star Wars. You know what I mean? No, I, absolutely not. Did you see that first episode? And it's like, wait, I recognize him. Where do I recognize him from? <laughs> wait. Oh, my God. It's Apollo Creed <laughs> in Star Wars. And he's excelling. <laughs> I think Mandalorian has been the craziest show in that regard, I guess, of like bringing the most like unusual, not unusual, but the most unexpected people into the Star Wars universe. I mean, yeah, sure. Carl Weathers, but then you also have, uh, uh, oh, my, I forgot Top Vance's name, Timothy Oliphant. You got <laughs> Jack Black. You got, uh, I was yeah. going to say, I almost going to say Dua Lipa, uh, not Dua Lipa. Uh, what's her face? Oh my God. I forget her name. I'm sorry. I'm not into that world of music. I'm sorry. But yeah, everyone I'm knows terrible. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, you know, uh, it's, it's an overload of so many Lloyd. of so many like different act character actors. And you're just like, what? Like, what What are you even doing here? Uh, some work a little better than others. We're not going to, you know, uh, talk about the ones that didn't work today. But Carl Weathers is definitely one that was like incredible. And his progression past season one was also excellent. I mean, I think season two was a little he wasn't absent from from the season obviously he helps mando with the infiltration on the imperial yeah. base but i think season three is where he kind of shines the most yeah yeah especially when he's uh having all those interactions with the pirate crew and how they're like oh you've gone soft because now you're a high magistrate and he just delivers i mean it's awesome hilarious line, because you know? he also he has like this like giant cape that's like being moved oh, by the droids, the droids. So like yeah <laughs> so, so he's like at the top of like just completely useless you know extravagance and at the mm -hmm. same time when he faces off with the pirates it's like just because i have droids holding my cape doesn't mean i can't throw down yeah what's it what's it that he says he says something to the to the effect of don't mistake my my ah, yeah he says don't mistake my hospitality for weakness and i was like oh yeah, yeah. here we here yeah. we go still a badass and obviously kick some ass i mean yeah. the dude is great and it's one of those great things too where it's just like oh he has like this dark CD pass with the bounty hunting guild, but now he's, you know, a guy that's making his town grow and prosper and making it, you know, a lot better than it was before, which I think was one of the great things about all three seasons of Mando is you see the progression of Navarro. And Navarro's yeah. progression is deeply tied to Grief Karga. Because it's mm -hmm. all you see it like in Grief's wardrobe. Not only does it reflect like his his change as a character and his uh you know, change as a better person or more affluent person or whatever you want to call it. But it's also reflected in how the town is because the town is also brighter. It's also more colorful. It's also yeah. more affluent. So it's a it's a it's a symbiotic relationship between Navarro and Grief Karga. So I just, you know, it's one of those things where they had the memorial, the statue of IG-11 to commemorate. Oh, yeah. Uh, the sacrifice that IG-11 did at the end of season one of The Mandalorian. Which was such a beautiful touch, by the way. Amazing. But yeah. now I wonder, oh, is the same statue that where, well, because now the statue's gone because they they rebuilt yeah. IG-11, but is the location where IG-11's memorial is statue gonna be was, is it going to be a Grief Karga statue now? Tears. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. So, it's, yeah. It's a it's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a it's always it's always sad to lose someone, especially. I mean, mm -hmm. everyone, every loss sucks. But 
Yeah, but it's felt especially, yeah, it's especially felt not only when it's unexpected, but with somebody like, as you were saying, sometimes when your career kind of goes away, it's almost impossible to bring it back. And to Mm -hmm. see somebody like Carl Weathers become like successful again after so many years of being kind of forgotten a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, and and then you get so excited to, you know, have them back and and to see how and keep having them back. Yeah, and to see how, you know, the the this trope of about after your certain age, there's no way that you're going to be able to get new characters, get mm-hmm. new work. You're just going to be doing the same thing over and over again, or not get any attention ever again. And and Car Weathers shows that it's possible to reinvent your career and without forgetting the past, because clearly mm-hmm. he was making a lot of allusions to the characters that he's done before, and. I don't know. I think it speaks to potential that Hollywood should have instead of sometimes kind of dismissing actors because they're older, because they're not as popular as they used to be. Or Yeah, there's talent definitely... Talent is talent. So. There's definitely space for more. And what I'm about to say is not a dig against movies that I especially love, but there is space to bring in older characters as hopeful characters too because you know we've seen in last jedi and dial of destiny and films like it where you know the old legacy character comes back but he's jaded and all these things and you know they do do, they do have like the you know the the quote-unquote come to jesus moment uh, at the end but there's space for other stories too where like those characters can't be a little more hopeful since the beginning and, and have, still be like, heroes uh, from the beginning instead of having to go through the, I'm right. old, I'm depressed, I need to get out of this slump thing. Yep. Yeah. And that was uh, Grief Carger's journey. That was Carl Weathers' journey. I mean, and to not only give the man credit for his uh, acting roles, but also as a director. I mean, let me let me check. I had this pulled up here. But he not only portrayed Grief Cargo, he was also a director in The Mandalorian. Directed a couple episodes. Let me had it pulled up, and I absolutely awesome. just lost it. Let's bring it back. I'm gonna try to keep talking as I find it. As you try to as find I try the to find it. Here we go. So he was director. He was director on uh, chapter twelve, the siege, and chapter twenty, the foundling, which awesome episodes, as we already know. Uh, so the man is not only like a great talent. You know, he played football and he was younger in college and then became an actor now, director as well. So like multifaceted talent yeah. that, you know, we won't we won't be able to enjoy anymore. Well, actually, that's not true. We will keep enjoying him because he's immortal now. Immortalized on film. On film. And TV. Forever. Forever. Uh, so one of the real ones, Carl Weathers, rest in peace. You will be missed. You are like, a you know, one of those. A, a definitely big loss especially like after uh, ray stevenson it's it's kind of brings to focus like the the how ephemeral moments are and how thankful we have to be of, of each and every one because one day we'll go to sleep we'll take the long nap and we won't even know it so give thanks tell everyone you love them give them a hug because you know you never know you never know and make the most out of every day because again like you said you never know do what you love there's no yeah. time to do something you hate although i guess everyone kind of does that at work hey, but try <laughs> not to do it and if you have to try to find something good about it 
And if you absolutely hate it, find a new job. I know it's easier said than done, but it's, uh, yeah. I'm not going to preach. You know what to do. You're all adults. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they didn't, it was, it's, it's kind of a bad timing in a way because I, I would have not, not that, not that that happened. That it coincided with uh, Star, uh, Star Wars podcast day because I think we would have wanted to have a more up topic conversation yeah to talk about however you know i think a celebration is still upbeat so it's in a way it's it's sad because we're talking about someone who's passed but mm -hmm. we need to just celebrate it and in a way i think it's good that it's on star wars podcast day because then we have a reason to talk about it even more uh, effusively i guess then i guess we would have otherwise then probably. then that, absolutely i yeah yes mm -hmm. Absolutely concur with that yeah. statement. And the reality is that, I mean, not only the joyful moments are a part of life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes sadder moments and they make us grow and they make us reminisce. And I guess that's all I have to say about that. Like Yoda, like Yoda <laughs> said, like Yoda yeah. said in, uh, in Revenge of the Sith, death is a natural part of life. Rejoice for those who have joined the Force. So... And that way we, yeah, we rejoice Carl for Weathers. Carl Weathers' life and we are happy that he is one with the Force now. And, you know, I think today instead of signing off with a, may the Force be with you, maybe it's a, may the Force be with you and be peace. Be peace. <laughs> well, is there anything you want to add before we sign off? Because I think that was... I think that's it, at least for today. Hopefully there's a tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh don't get all pessimistic now. There's definitely <laughs> no, no, tomorrow. No. <laughs> there, uh, well, you never know, but yeah, at least for now we're good. Well, give anyway, thanks. we give thanks for Carl Weathers. <laughs> we give thanks for Carl Weathers. We give thanks to you for listening to us. Mm -hmm. We give thanks to all the Star Wars podcasts that are out there, especially mm -hmm. the positive ones and and the ones that spread joy about Star Wars mm -hmm, and all mm -hmm. the different viewpoints of enjoying star wars because not everybody receives media the same so mm -hmm. we appreciate all of you that are positive and that love the media that we love as well so please like subscribe and leave a comment uh let us know what you think about star wars podcast day about call weathers uh any feelings that you have about his passing we will miss you we will see you in the force when mm -hmm. we get there oh yeah that's and until next time May the force be with you and be peace.